Welcome to Otaku Brothers, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast featuring Rusty, R.E. Lewis 2011, and Ryan. Welcome, y'all. This is episode 24 of Otaku Brothers. We're going to talk about things and stuff, generally nerdy things, maybe some pregnancy. Who knows? <laughs> How are you doing, Rusty? I'll give you one job. <laughs> Do the intro to the show. Yeah. Episode 24, we talk about there's friends and yeah, folks and stuff. This is uh, 11.30 in the morning, December I, 2nd. I've been up for seven and a half hours, and Rusty got up a half an hour ago. I got up 30 minutes ago. What's up? Let's get this uh, train rolling. Um, yeah, so I'm here <laughs> joined with Ryan, my forever co-host and brother-in-law. And we are going to do another episode of Would You Rather, because that's always fun. Ryan and I typically, when we'd hang out late on Friday nights, we'd, you know, talk about Would You Rather scenarios. You know, sometimes it gets a little graphic, gets a little <clears throat> tiptoeing into the R-rated territory. And today's going to be no different. It's going to be uh, a little unfiltered, uncensored Otaku Brothers episode. So uh, for all you uh, teenage listeners out there, plug your ears. It's going to get a little crazy. But before we do that... <laughs> Uh, you know, executive producer, he's been, uh, he's actually been promoted because he actually wrote into the show this week. Nice. Um, Travis wrote into the show with some questions and, uh, before we do that, Ryan. Yeah. How do we start the show every week? Um, promoting where to contact us? No, we do that at the end of the show. Good try. No, no, whoa, whoa, The games whoa. we've been playing okay. recently. Ryan, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I've been playing Pokemon a bit more. Um, Friday night, I was over at your apartment, so playing Mario Odyssey. Oh, dude, Friday night was great. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. I really like Odyssey. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, I tried not to watch a whole lot of what you were doing because yeah. I wanted to be pretty fresh <laughs> when I played for the first time. Yeah, so you can... It's kind of RPG in the way that you can earn outfits and run around in different Mario outfits besides so just the red one. stupidly adorable. It's awesome. Um, the graphics are great. Uh, it's kind of one world. I haven't played Galaxy or any of those. Oh, Basically, dude. anything's past Sunshine I haven't played. I need to let you borrow Galaxy. It's... Oh, you're yeah. talking about a beautiful game. Well, so I guess this morning, I woke up at 3.45. I, We're still trying to figure out why that Well, I went to bed happened. at 8.30 and I had NyQuil. I was going to say, because I texted you at like 10, I was like, hey, when you want to record the podcast, because well, the, well, the Buckeye game was going on. You're like, hey, nothing after 10 o'clock, and I was like, there's no way he's going to be up, because he, you go to bed really late. I was up until almost 4 in the morning last <laughs> night, because I was talking to Lauren, and she was out and about shopping, and I wanted to try and um, Skype her, or FaceTime her through Facebook, um, for you know however amount of time she was going to be able to do that, um, but she didn't end up facetiming me until like 4 13 in the morning and then 4 18 but by then i was just oh i could have talked to her i was yeah yeah you were up <laughs> yeah i was i was just going to bed um i was gone at that point i was not yeah. not about to have a conversation with her well i got your gift for christmas yes which we should little quick blurb here so ryan and i are going to do a fun christmas episode here in a few weeks because christmas is somehow in like three weeks which is just yeah. bonkers this year's flown by but we're going to do a mystery little gift exchange with one another. And um, I've actually ordered you two things because one of them is temporarily out of stock. So if it doesn't get here by Christmas, I'm going to cancel the order. But I have a placeholder <coughs> gift that I think is equally as amazing. 
Um, but you need to wrap it. Make sure you wrap it before you. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to find wrapping paper. We have plenty. Your parents have like a stock for like 30 years down yeah, in the basement. Yeah, I'll borrow some of theirs. Yeah, so we're going to do a live gift exchange on the show. going to be super fun. Um, you know, feel free, listeners, to, you know, I'll, I'll give my um, P.O. box and I'll put that out <laughs> yeah. there. So if you want to send some extra gifts, that's totally fine. No, I'm kidding. But no, it'll be super fun. I mean, we, Ryan and I, um, I've literally had Ryan's gift in my Amazon wish list for over a year, Ryan's had my gift in his Amazon wish list for was it seven? Well, years? I don't even have an Amazon wish list. I got on Instagram to watch dog videos at three forty five when okay. I woke up. Yeah, we all did. And then I found a thing, and I was like, "Yes!" So I went on and immediately bought it, and it's going to be here in three to seven business days. Nice. So um, they were in stock, luckily, because I was like, "I need to this weekend buy something and have it ship." So yeah, yeah. Um, um, so things have been also playing. Uh, Dark Souls, I'm still working on my wizard, got a little bit further, beat a few more bosses, and I've been watching, like, I've been psyching myself up, so I finally pre-ordered Smash, because it's out Friday, and then I pre-ordered Kingdom Hearts 3, so now I have Smash, Kingdom Hearts 3, and Sekiro pre-ordered. Now, did you just get standard edition for Kingdom Hearts? So I got the, um, like, the premium edition or whatever. What does that have? It was $79.99, let me pull this up real quick, Um, it (laughs) it comes in, like, a little bit of a bigger box and bigger box oh yeah i can't well they were asking me if you want to like Sekiro, and it comes with like an art book oh you did this at game slot yeah i did of course it's like two minutes from my apartment yeah um and then i got just the regular smash i don't know what's in the like super smash like i think you get like a a controller themed similar to my console um so yeah this is what i get i get this nice little art book with keyblades Okay. designs and stuff i get a collectible pin a seal book case and uh that might be it see i the only reason why i did it is because i've been waiting for this game for like that's what i was thinking 13 years first of all and then second of all um i like steel book cases but anytime a game that i really 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 want comes with an art book yeah i'm done well I'm that's sold. why i was thinking about sekiro it's that art book's gonna be beautiful did you get a limited edition for that no, I got the regular edition, but I still have months to upgrade. Yeah, okay. Um, but that game, oh, it's going to be freaking beautiful. I've been, they go from like traversing fields and like how, like a town to going into this like cherry blossom kind of area. Yeah. And it's freaking amazing. But I guess back to Smash, I've been um, this morning doing a lot of research and watching reviews and. Um, Wait, are the reviews up for that yet? They can't, um, there's people who have go, they went to New York and like got to play like through it, and the producers were like going through questions with them. And from what they said, or I guess how I'm going to attack the game is going to be playing through the World of Light. Yeah, the story, the thing. first thing, mm-hmm. um, instead of going to achievements, because you get a lot of the characters going through that story mode. Well, because I, I just think it's so awesome that you start out with just the original characters that were in the N64 yeah. game. Because it's just so special when you have your, you know, char- what is it, um, intruder alert or something like that, yeah. whatever it is, um, character approaching. So I don't, yeah, with the siren and them all blacked out. That's going to be crazy, though. You're <laughs> 70 plus characters you're going to have yeah. to fight. That's going to be kind no, of... No, so um, like how it works is you start out as Kirby because in the trailer that they showed, Kirby was the one who wasn't turned into like a red-eyed zombie. And then you get, like, Mario, and then you can branch off into three different characters to unlock. 
and you go through like there's Marth, some other guy, and some other guy. Yeah. And I'm obviously going to pick Marth first, um, and then you go through and basically just make decisions. I don't know if you can go back and keep unlocking, like try to unlock the entire map, or it's you click one route and then you have to go that route. Okay. You um, did you enjoy uh, Subspace Emissary with um, Smash Brawl? Wait, what? The the story mode in, in Smash Brothers. Uh, Gosh, it's been Brawl. so long. I don't know if I remember that. It was. It, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. That's why I'm so excited for this. Um, what is it called? Heroes of Light. Yeah, World of Light. World of Light. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think it just adds a little like nice little flavor to Smash that you know. Yeah. We need because I remember. Classic mode, adventure mode, and all-star mode from uh, Melee. Yeah. I don't know remember the Emissary one. No, so it wasn't in Melee, it was in Brawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember, I don't know if I remember that in Brawl. I know I've probably beaten it. No, you absolutely did, because I mean, that's how you unlocked most of the characters. Okay. It, it was very, it's probably structurally very similar to what yeah. this is going to end up being for and Smash. And from Ultimate. what I've also heard, the um, the spirits are actually a good thing. And I'm really excited for them, like, to collect them. And, like, you can start out as big for a couple seconds. Yeah. Or you can start out with, like, an item, depending on what you, like, do or your jumps or whatever. Like, Kirk, I was watching a battle, and Kirby started out with, like, a scythe that was on, like, purple fire. I was like, That's hell awesome. yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm into this. I'm, like, cautiously optimistic about it. I mean, because, you know, when I get into the games I've been talking about recently, I've been playing Madden. And you'd never think that Madden would have RPG-like mechanics. Yeah. But this, I mean, it's very, very bare, bare bones, dumbed down type of RPG mechanics. But, you know, if these spirits, you collect them, you can kind of upgrade them and enhance them. I, I think it's going to be quite a bit, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, so, like, there's a stage with lava, and one of the Samus spirits allows you to walk on lava and not get hurt. Nice. Like, those kind of things would be really cool. And then you can, like, upgrade them. I don't know what it does. We're eventually going to have to do an episode... Because I'm going to play the crap out of that game next weekend. Yeah, so <clears throat> it's going to uh, be... Words and sentences Yeah, and words stuff. and stuff. It's too early. Um, it's going to be kind of unfortunate for me because Lauren gets back Thursday. Yeah. That's the real unfortunate thing. And then Friday, we have to drive up to Bowling Green for a wedding. Mm-hmm. And, well, Friday's the rehearsal dinner because we're both in the wedding party. And then Saturday's the actual wedding. And then we'll get back Sunday morning afternoon and that's the only time I'm going to have to play the game. So we might skip recording next week, right? And then episode 25 is going to be Growing Up the 90s Part 2 because mm-hmm. that's been kind of in the works for a while. Yeah. And then then ep- episode 26 will probably be Smash-related. Uh, let's see. Two Sundays. That puts us at the 16th. Are we going to record on the 23rd? Oh. Because that puts us, what is that, Christmas Eve is the 24th? We can do the Christmas episode on the 23rd. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. And then, but we'll probably couple the Christmas episode with Smash. Okay. One being more priority, which is Smash, obviously. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but no, I'm super, Oh, that's also gifts and crap. Yeah. Yeah, all okay. that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm excited, though, because I, um, you know, the Halloween episode, I hope the folks out there listening enjoyed the little Halloween theme intro, like the little, the, the music. Yeah. I um because I bought three three songs that mm-hmm. I'm able to use now um, in podcasting. I bought one Halloween themed and then two Christmas ones. Nice. So I'm excited to uh, kind of have the intro and outro music as Christmas stuff. Yeah, it should, should be fun. Uh, so souls. What else you been playing? 
Mario, Pokemon. I talked about everything yeah. that I play. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this morning, after I ordered your thing, I went on. There was an Am- or a PlayStation deals. So there... <coughs> this is until... <coughs> Ryan's Excuse dying. me. To uh, find a uh, replacement for me. Yeah. Travis, what's this up, is man? Until, <laughs> this is until December 3rd or tomorrow. Um, so the Super Meat Boy is a dollar. Have you never played that? Well, I played Celeste, and it's similar. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's basically, yeah, it's dude, basically the same. Super Meat Boy is ridiculous. Um, and then there is Terraria, which is like five bucks. That's like very Minecraft-like, isn't it? It's an RPG, like side-scroller. You collect oh. things. Okay. And, yeah. Um, RPG. Is this like the PlayStation Store? Yeah. Oh, keep talking. I need to check yeah, this out. Yeah, so Terraria is really fun. And way back in the day... When it, I guess it first came out, I was watching Ethos Lab play through it, and it always looked like something I wanted to play or try at Ooh, least. Flash sale, I like this. Yeah, and seventy percent off. What else did I tomorrow. order? I did one more thing. Hollow Knight. I got Hollow oh, Knight. You, oh, yeah. Wow, Travis will be plat. <gasps> Bully is on sale. The oh, the PS2 yeah. remastered. The Warriors. Yeah. So oh, Terraria. All that of one. the PS2 games are. Uh, it's that one. Yeah. Terraria, Need for Speed, Unraveled 2, The Order. The Order's good. Check that out, friends. Um, Isn't the four-hour one, though? It's about five and a half, six-hour game. I was watching gameplay of, um, what was the one that was like Thief, except way better? Ryan's getting a text. Um, Dishonored. Yeah. Dude, you need to get Dishonored. Well, I I have both of them. You can just borrow them. Dishonored is on my game of the year list. Uh, Oh, yeah, dude. I'm going to be dropping some money today. Yeah, we got so, some. Yeah, so uh, what have you been playing? Public service announcement: the PlayStation Store is having some outstanding sales that close tomorrow. That close tomorrow at eight p.m. So definitely um, check that out. Oh yeah, I'm adding these to my cart. Uh, so what have I been playing? So I finished, uh, or at least I got to the Elite Four this week in Pokemon, mm-hmm. and I beat the Elite Four last night. Nice. And then I ended up beating my rival Ryan. Yes. As well, and then Professor Oak. Uh, well, it was weird because. You beat the fourth guy, the dragon guy. <laughs> yep. And then it's like, okay, you have like one more person to beat. And then Professor Oak shows up. And I'm like, wait, are they doing like a spin on this? Like if Professor yeah. Oak's going to show up? You don't actually fight Professor Oak. You end up fighting your yeah. rival. But it was kind of like a tease that I was just like, like. Yeah, and your uh, person is, and there's like, not Professor Oak. And then the screen like tilts and he looks all depressed. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Um, I'm so distracted, this, this sale. Okay, get off of that. Yeah. I'll change uh, Windows here to uh, Podbean, you know. Yeah, okay. Keeping keep track on our stats. We've got uh, 1,600 downloads of the podcast to date. So um, cool. Thanks for listening, people. But yeah, no, I mean, Pokemon, I'm enjoying it just as much as I was last week. I will probably try and prioritize this week before Smash comes out to get the 151 uh, marker because I've never done that. Um, and you said that... Uh, well, now, now I can go to the cave where Mewtwo's at, Cerulean right? Cave. Okay, yeah. And then, <clears throat> I mean, I have $300,000 right now, so I'm thinking about trying to get that Pokemon. Do we want to phase this into our Pokemon discussion post-game, or do we want to... Yeah, we can do that. So let me let me actually talk about the other game I've been playing, okay. and then we'll get into that. <clears throat> so I played Madden like a crazy person this week. I've not had this much fun playing a Madden, or a sports game for that matter, since probably... Madden and NCAA football uh, 2006 with uh, Donovan McNabb and I think um, the Michigan running back. 
uh, on the front cover doing the Heisman pose. Speaking of, man, I miss NCAA football games. There's like a licensing issue that they've been going on like for years, mm-hmm. and so they haven't had a, a college football game. Isn't EA like a monopoly on all sports games? Basically? Well, they are, yeah. but I mean, I'm just saying like we haven't had a college football sports game in forever. I mean, it's I think 2012 might have been the last college football game that we had on consoles. Wow. Uh, which is a bummer because those games are so fun, and especially now with the Buckeyes, just uh, I hope we get in the playoff. It's not going to happen. Actually, the committee is having a discussion in 14 minutes to decide who goes to the college football playoff. Nice. Also, in other news, did you hear anything about the G20 summit? (laughs) 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 How dinners went? You know, I I, I, I missed that, Ryan. Yeah, I missed that too. Just Uh, the weekend. But yeah, no, so I finished a franchise season with the Pittsburgh Steelers because they're my team. And I ended up. It was weird because the night you were over Friday, you were here until like three o'clock in the morning. We were listening to like Hips Don't Lie by Shakira and like all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. And um, somehow I ended up simulating a week and lost a game. So I ended up going into the Super Bowl like 15 and one. Okay. And I ended up beating the Dallas Cowboys, which I have no idea how they made it to the Super Bowl. But they ended up making the Super Bowl. I beat them like 49 to like six or something like that. Nice. And, uh, and this was on hard <laughs> mode. Expert, yeah. Expert nice. difficulty, yeah. yeah. So you've gotten really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Now I was actually playing on, on like, the, like the kindergarten. <laughs> the difficulty. rookies. Yeah, exactly. The rookie difficulty because, um, you know, Antonio Brown, I think, had like <laughs> 65 touchdown catches of the season. Ben Roethlisberger, he threw for like 6,000 yards. You know, it was wow. just another season in paradise, I suppose. Yeah, that's how the real life <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I played Madden, I played a little, you know, some Pokemon, I didn't get to any of the other Switch games, but about a month and a half ago, I ordered from Limited Run Games, uh, Golf Story. Yeah. So that's over there, you probably saw it. I did see that one. Yeah. Uh, I really want to play that, because that's supposed to be, excuse me. It's like an RPG. Yeah, it's very much like the old school Mario Golf games for, um, Game Boy Advance by Camelot. Mm Mm-hmm. And the actual golfing component isn't necessarily the main mechanic of the game. You have to go around and talk to all the different people. There's a bunch of like little mini games central to um, the mechanics of the, of the game. So I'm, I'm looking forward to playing that. I think that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, that's really it, I think. So we can probably get into Pokemon. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, we want to talk a little bit about kind of the post-game, end-game Pokemon content. Now, Ryan ha- has far more impressions than I do because he's played the game for, what is it, 70, 79 hours? Like 36 hours on one and 12, or actually no, like 15 on the other. Okay. Yeah. So you have, yeah, you've played quite a bit more than I have. Uh, I think right now I have about 110 of the 151. Nice. Uh, Getting there. Yeah. And then you have all the ones from Eevee, so now it's just kind of racking up. Exactly. Yeah. Now I have to just um, get some of the other ones like. Scyther. And you actually, you can get Aerodactyl without using... How? how? Uh, I actually have an article that I sent to myself. Yeah, luckily I had him on Pokemon Go for like the few times I've played. Okay, so first things first, you need to collect the fossil that can be resurrected into Aerodactyl. So you return to Pewter City. Once your partner Pokemon learns the secret techniques, which, of course, you you learned that way early on, uh, and... What was it? SSAN or whatever? Yeah. Head to the tree uh, behind Peter City. 
Museum of Science and use Chop Down to get into the back room, the museum. Inside, a person will give you an, uh, old amber. Oh, that I remember that. And then, though you can't get this fossil early on, you can actually revive it into a full-fledged Pokemon until you reach Cinnabar Island. Once yeah. you get there, head to the Cinnabar Lab, it's to the left of the Pokemon Center, and then, of course, then yeah. they'll resurrect the fossil. I forgot about that place. Yeah. Because that's how you did it in red and blue. Exactly. Way back in the day. So I'll probably do that later today. Uh, and I need I still need to get, like, Scyther, of course, Mewtwo. And Mew is not a part of that. No, you don't need 151. Well, you just need 150. Well, I, I, I do internally, Ryan, need. You do. Yeah. You do to be my complete. Own Actually, there's technically 153 that you can have on your Pokedex. You'll need 151. Why do you say it like that? Because I have 151, and it's the original Pokedex. No, no, no. no. You say Pokedex. Dex. Yeah, Pokedex. Yeah. Whatever. Enunciate. No. <laughs> I, will, I will not. Don't tell me what to do. I, um, I think I've always called it Pokedex. Pokedex. How have I said it before? A deck of Pokemon. Well, what records the Pokemon... I, I've completed the Pokedex. There it is. Yeah, with 151, you can also get Melton and whatever, oh, Melkor. That's right. Melkor is the flying dragon from, no, not Melkor, uh, whatever Melton's evolution is. Yeah, because he was originally, like, spoiled in some kind of promo- promotion for this game. And he's supposedly going to be a new Pokemon in the next mainline Pokemon. Yeah, so you have to get him in Pokemon Go. Oh, you do? I believe, and then you have to transfer him over. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can't transfer any, like, the Gen 2 Pokemon then? Mm-hmm. What, it just won't allow you or something? No, you can't. Um, you can transfer legendaries and all that. So I was watching a video of someone who transferred, like, 31 mole traces. Really? Yeah. Just to see how catch combos work. Yeah. Because you can, when you put it into the Pokemon Let's Go Safari area mm-hmm. and you catch them, you get a catch combo. Oh, okay. Which is cool. Yeah. You know, we briefly talked about it, you know, Friday night. That just, <clears throat> I know we already have Alpha Sapphire in Omega Ruby remakes on the 3DS, but I would so love to have Gen 2 and Gen 3 Pokemon Let's Go games. Yeah. Getting Lugia and having Lugia fly around. Because. Soul Silver, you got to have Lugia and stuff follow you, which is yeah. Nice. Well, you could have any Pokemon follow you. You know, mm-hmm. little Totodile just walking behind you. Cyndaquil. <clears throat> Gosh, I mean those those generations of Pokemon, those first three are definitely my favorite. And and this style of game with Pokemon, let's go Pikachu and Eevee, it's just so fun. Yeah, and I would just love to be able to explore those words worlds as well. Um, on the go and on the big screen. Besides them running away and ruining a catch combo, everything, yeah. I'm happy with most things. Yeah, no, I think the game's terrific. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's so much fun. Um, it, so why don't you kind of like lead the discussion here with post-game Okay, stuff. so I have tried the Master Trainer. So you, after the Elite Four, um, you get open, you get, let's see, you open up to flying around with every route. So you could previously fly on Aerodactyl, Charizard, or Dragonite. What about Pidgeotto or Pidgeotto? No. Really? He still flies behind you. There's only three that you can fly on. Okay. So you get on their back and you are actually above the route. Um, there were certain routes that you could fly over, but now it opened it up to all routes. Okay. <clears throat> so like the route going from the Leaf Gym City, the one with the giant Pokemon. Erica. Yeah. Yeah, Erica City down to like that bike, what used to be a bike route 
down on the left to get to Koba's city. Can you get a bike in this game? No. No. That was kind of disappointing. Why? Why would you need a bike when you can ride around on the ar- like an RK9? Because cuz I think running <laughs> is based off of like Gosh, riding on Pokémon. <clears throat> my voice. Uh no the music that plays when you're on the bike was so uh yeah, that's true. So you also can't gamble, but that's not a problem. Yeah, it's whatever. Actually, I tried to like go and get the coin case from the dude in the house, yeah. and I couldn't get it. And I was like, maybe it's later in the game. I thought and was, then I read about it. So yeah, I thought it was so weird in the old games how bikes were like a million dollars. Yeah, but you eventually someone gave you like what a ticket or something, and then I think a, it, yeah, a, yeah, voucher, and then eventually in whatever it was Ruby and Sapphire, he's like, take this and essentially advertise it for me to like bring in more money or something like that. I, I think I was watching like a meme video, and it was like. He goes in, gets a voucher for the million-dollar bike, and, like, a dude comes in after. He's like, hey, did you get my bike that's stuffed with cocaine? It's like, <laughs> that's why it's a million dollars, just oh stuffed gosh. with drugs. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, it didn't make any sense that the bike was so expensive compared to every other item in the game, but, I don't know, made for a nice laugh, I guess. Yeah. So, besides being able to fly over everything, Pokemon now spawn above the route when you're flying over it. I'm so excited for that. So you can Charizard spawns above the route. You can get Moltres, Zapdos, Articuno that spawn above the route. Um, uh, Dragonite spawn, and along with all the other crappy birds. Like now, do you have to use like lures to get the legendaries to start flying all over the place? Most likely, you have to get a high catch combo of thirty-one, and then I would really just go in and out of the like a house or something. Okay. Um, so. You also open up two master trainers, so there's a hundred and I think there's actually 153 master trainers all around the world. So you basically these master trainers have high level versions of those Pokemon, mm-hmm. and like for Charizard, I had a level 75 Charizard after I beat the Elite Four, and I went in and faced I think it was level 70. And basically, he thunder punched me to death. Oh no! Like he has thunder punch, which is super effective against my guy. Yeah. Um, so that was rough. And then I got a Growlithe, which I did a catch combo of one fifth or one forty six. I think it was. It oh was my 140s. gosh! And um, so when I caught him, he was five IVs, and then I had a bunch of Growlithe candies. So I use that all 200, which is the max amount of whatever. And it, AV training is called Awakening Values, which is basically EV training okay. in this game. So I fully maxed him out, and 200 candies give him basically 200 plus in each stat. So my Growlithe level 50, or my Arcana now level 50, is like 100 stats better than my level 98 Charizard. You have a 98 Charizard? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, so... My level 50, like 200 Growlithe candies in is better than my level 100, basically. Wow. So it really makes a difference. So I went to the Growlithe trainer. I think he was level 60 or 70 with a level 26 Growlithe, 100% AV trained, and I beat him. Wow. So with the level 26, I beat like a 70. (coughs) And then I evolved him into Arcanine. And I beat the Arcanine Master Trainer. So, 
Yeah, it's possible you really want to basically catch combo, get a bunch of candies. You really don't need 200 to max it out, but you would also require you to level it up a bit. Now, where do you find these guys? I mean, are they like how would you know where to find? They're know? all literally on every route. Like they're all over. But like what what signifies okay, like does he have like a hat on his head that's like Growlithe and So just... above their head it basically has a picture of the Pokemon that he's a master trainer for. Oh it does. Yeah, so if you run up to a guy it'll have like a picture of a Growlithe. So right before Erica's city coming from the middle city, um, once you go out of that like police yeah. walkway, yeah. Th- there's a thing of grass above where you find Growlithes and things. Right there is where the Growlithe guy is. And you'll basically just see him standing there with a Growlithe above his head. He says, hey, I'm a trainer of Growlithes. Do you want to battle? So it's very <clears throat> it's very much themed where the Pokemon are in the grass. So like if you go to Viridian Forest, my dad's calling me. That's pick, all right. We pick can pick that up later. Um, so if you go to Viridian Forest, you might find like a Caterpie. Yeah, or like where Zapdos is is where the Zapdos trainer is, where Mewtwo and is. And the power plant or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they're basically close to kind of where you can find them. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think where RK9 is. RK9 isn't like he was in a hotel, like his guy, mm-hmm. which doesn't really make any sense. But it's, I mean, they're everywhere and there's guides to where or locations where everyone is. Um, so once you beat that master trainer, you get a... Um, the title, like Growlithe Master or Arcane Master, not Arcane, Arcanine, Arcanine Master. <laughs> and in the uh, Erica City, you can go to the Game Freak um, house and basically go upstairs. And he'll, like, they, one of the developers can change your title for, like, Arcanine. Nice. Um, and then once you beat all of them, which I haven't done, I have a strategy to beat them all, but. I haven't done it yet. Um, you get Grand Master as your title, which is awesome. I and mean, that's going on your business card. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Cole, Grand Master of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, up? So, yeah, that, that's Master Trainers. Um, obviously, there's the Cerulean Cave, which is where Mewtwo is. So there's actually some really cool stuff with that. We catch Mewtwo. Catch him with a Master Ball because there's a specific cutscene that is, like, tailored to that fight. You can catch him with an Ultra Ball, but there is no cutscene for that. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm not Ma- dying over here. Oh, that's all right. <coughs> Just make it quick. Yeah. And okay. um, in the Cerulean Cave, there's, like, these light patches. Mm-hmm. And you can run around, and basically there's items hidden there. So there's, like, golden berries or golden fruit or whatever, which is used to catch Pokemon. And you can get Ultra Balls, Great Balls, Pokeballs, Master Balls as well respawn. So you can get more than one Master Ball. You can get the opposite Fossil. And you can get a lot of loot. And the refresh, so I was doing some research, it's not based off of leaving the room or leaving the cave. It's based off of steps. So if you're running around trying to chain like a Chansey, Mm -hmm. which is the best XP in the game in that cave, you can get like 60,000 per what? Yeah. When you get a high enough combo, which is like multiple levels in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, you b- basically can just farm these spots and get wow. items. Yeah. And each one of those items, like the golden berries or things, sell for 2500 each. So that's a good amount of money if you're trying to get the crown. 
Nice. Um, besides that, let's see. What you can do post-game, I kind of came up with a list. You can get the crown for your Pikachu, which is a million um, dollars, polka dollars. Um, you can shine your IV hunt, which they basically go hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, you can do online battling. Um, I'm trying to also buy all the outfits in oh, the yeah. top because my Pikachu is now wearing sunglasses, has a little <laughs> diglet hat, and is wearing... like Also, there's a Team Rocket like post-game battle. Oh, yeah. So on on that same route that you can fly over the between Erica and Koba's, yeah. like that route, there's Team Rocket looking over the sea like after you beat the game. Nice. And you beat them, and then they're like, hey, you want to join Team Rocket? And I was like, heck yeah. And you, <laughs> I think it's like, well, dot, dot, dot. I clicked that, and they gave you like a... It's like a rare item, Team Rocket uniform. That's awesome. Which is like their white uniform opposed to like the black uniform. So this is diff- clearly different than the one that we got in Self Company. Like that. Yeah, so there's yeah. like the black with the red R. Yeah. But this one is like the. Um, what are their names? Jesse and James. Jesse and James is white version. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm running around like Team Rocket. That'd be super sweet if you could get like a. <laughs> like Jesse, or, or you could get like. James blue hair like wig and put it on yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> that would be really cool. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna have Team Rocket outfit with my Pikachu crown. Nice. It's my sweet. game plan. I'm gonna get some more water. You keep talking. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Besides outfit buying, obviously you can complete the Pokedex, which I have done. Um, I gave the odds for increasing, but basically goes from four thousand one in four thousand to one in thirteen hundred for um, shiny odds. Talked about the Elite Four post game. Um, there is, I think, to do online stuff like online battling, there is a subscription that's needed. So it's four dollars a month for just one month, or twenty dollars a year to do online battling. So that's a thing. Oh, okay. Um, trying to think as far as money goes. So if you want that crown, I I did a made a spreadsheet for. I guess the best way to get that a million without doing a ton of grinding in one day. So it basically takes eight days to get the a million. So what you have to do each day is after the Elite Four, you can rebeat all of the gyms. <coughs> and each gym gives you about $13,000 along with Blue, who takes over the eighth gym. And he gives you 19000 Oh, wow, okay. So you get that, and there's a girl on the dock outside of the SSN or where the SSN was. Yeah. And she gives you, like, 6,000 plus a cap, which is when you get a Pokemon to level 100, giving them a cap basically maxes out the IVs for one of their stats. Oh, wow. So it makes it go from, like, good to best, which is a big difference. Um, So that's 6,000. There's also, in the casino... There's seven different hidden items, so you just go around clicking A, and you'll pick up different items, mm-hmm. and you can get really good stuff there, um, which is like golden caps, which maxes out everyone's IVs, like nice. every skill's IVs. And then there's also hidden nuggets and pearls in the route above Lieutenant Surge, like that underground passage. Yeah. So there's that, which is um, like seven or 8,000, or no, it's like 6,000, because it's 4,002. And then there's a pearl, which if you're in Brockstown, you go up to the sl- girl with a slow bro at the top left of that area. You basically babysit it. It takes like 20 seconds. And you get a big pearl, which is 2,000. And then 
where you get strength in the Safari Zone town, uh, you get a diglet. Or that diglet, you just push it out of the way. It responds each day. He gives you a nugget. I think so it's 4,000. I think you need to think about this a little bit more. Yeah, I haven't put any time or effort into thinking <laughs> a game plan how to get Research the how to get money in Pokemon. Let's yeah, go. so it comes out to about 24,500. 124,000 per day. Wow. So, yeah. About eight days. Good stuff. Yeah. So that's basically all I had for post-game Pokemon. There's a lot to do. Um, I re- it really, the I- the IV for competitive, the EVs, all that kind of training, and then the, um, I guess, clothes and master trainers are the big thing post-game. Yeah. Well, I don't really have anything else to add to this because I haven't really, you exp- haven't played any. really experienced much of the end game. No, that's stuff. totally fine. Yeah. All right, let's get into questions. <laughs> you, ready? you ready for questions, Ryan? Of course. How can listeners write into the show? Uh, we have a Discord. Yep. We have Instagram. I'm sure we have... Ari Lewis tw- 2011. Yeah, we have a Twitter. Ari Lewis 2011. Yeah, and then we have um, Otaka Brothers at podcast.com.gmail. <laughs> <laughs> I struggled to say dot. Otaka Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. You can yeah. write to the show. Anything, feedback, questions, whatever you want to do, what if scenarios, we're all about that kind of stuff. We got some questions on the Instagrams. I put a poll up last night, and let me just get that up right now. We got a question from my wife, other side of the globe. She's in Japan right now. Lauren writes into the sh- friend of the show. Yeah, she's all right. Friend of the show. She says, favorite place you have traveled and top three places you want to visit. Uh, little finger, like, just, you know, what is this, what is this symbol? Okay emoji. Okay, yeah. The Japanese flag and a sushi emoji. So, yeah. Nice. Ryan, what's the favorite place you've ever traveled to? And then the top three places you want to visit. Uh, we went to a cruise, or we went on a cruise. You went to a cruise? Yeah. SSN? It, it, it wasn't as cool as the SSN, mm-hmm. but they did have a steak buffet. Oh, yeah. With, like, spicy noodles. So we went and had dinner, and then we went and had steak, like, right after dinner. Mm. As I ran around the deck, eating meat. Um, How about that meat? I, yeah. Yeah. I crock-potted 10 pounds of uh, chicken. Wow. Yeah. Barbecue chicken? Oh, hell yeah. Let's clarify. Yeah, so I've been eating that all morning. Mm. Um, yeah, so we went to, like, St. Martin and... I. Is that Caribbean or Bahamas? Whichever. Yeah. One of those two islands that have beautiful and clear water. Um, Johnny Depp actually owns all of them. Yeah. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Until he got kicked off the ship. And yeah. And he's not doing movies anymore. Exactly. Um, so places I want to go. I'm going to Japan in February, so I don't really need to do that one. Um, New Zealand I want to go to. I want to go to Europe. I guess more specifically like Ireland. Mm, yes. I'll go hiking. And just do like pub crawls. Dude, just to go to anywhere called a pub in Ireland or Scotland. Yeah. What's up, um, Dean? Dean knows. What's... Dean can show us the sights. <coughs> Dean, he's a big Steeler fan, friend of the show. Does he live in Ireland? He does. We need to find him. <laughs> yeah. We will find you. Dean, we're coming for you, man. Um. Yeah, we are. And then, um, I don't know, probably out west, like Grand Canyon's kind of. Have you never been? No, I haven't. Oh, that's um, amazing. Some of my coworkers actually went hiking. Like, it's a 20-mile hike that they went through the mountains. Wow. And this is a person who does, like, Boston marathons, but I'd have to train to do a 20-mile hike yeah, in the mountains. Yeah, that's intense. 
Yeah. Uh, Green Canyon, it was so wild. I went out there with my dad and my sister. Must have been eight years ago now, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were looking at this epic, you know, expanse of just mountains and whatever. And uh, I got to the edge and I just was like, Dad, this is like, I'm going to jump. No. <laughs> and, uh, oh. no, I, you know, I was like, look, turn. I was looking at this and I was just like, it, Dad, it looks like a photograph. Like, it almost doesn't even look real when you're there. Yeah. It's so wild. It's beautiful. Uh, for me, though, my favorite place that I've traveled... You know, I've been to I've been to Mexico, I've been to the Bahamas, I've been to Aruba, I've been to you know I I've been around, but I think my favorite this is probably less place I traveled and more just my favorite vacation. You know, my dad he owns Timeshare, in a number of different locations, and he's taken us to those you know nice tropical places. But still to this day, my favorite vacation of all time was when I was about ten years old. We went down to Florida, Orlando, Florida. And just rent it out like a crappy hotel. Because vacation isn't about the hotel. No. It's about the experience. Yeah. And we went to, you know, Disney, Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure. But going to Disney for the first time, I mean, I know it's, it's going to sound corny, but it is a magical experience. Especially yeah. as a kid. being as big Definitely a fan, as a kid. Being as big a fan of Disney as I was. I mean, Laura and I went there for our honeymoon as well. And it was still great. But going there when you're like 10 years old, when you can actually understand and understand where you're at. You yeah. know, you're not like three years old, so you don't like have a actual... Yeah, I find that pointless to bring you like a three-year-old. Because they can't interact with anyone. Yeah, they... you can't really go on any of the rides. Yeah. But I think 10, you know, 8 to 10 years old is that kind of ideal time frame for a child to go there and experience that. Because it's it's unbelievable what they've been able to kind of create there. Yeah. So that's kind of my, my number one place I've visited. Uh Places I want to go, New Zealand is probably number one. Well, Japan and New Zealand are kind of right up there. And then Ireland for sure. Yeah. Um, Scotland would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, Get a kilt. What is it? Sarantino, Greece or whatever. Um, I don't know if I've heard of that. Oh, my gosh. It's it's unreal how beautiful it is there. Really, most of Europe I'd want to go see. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, So that's that's Lauren's question. Thanks for writing the show, uh, wifey. We'll see you in a bit. Yeah. Travis, executive producer of the show, he, he writes in and he says, Triforce of wisdom, courage, or power, Ryan? Power. Mm. Unlimited power. I would say uh, wisdom. I like to know, See, I like if to I could things. punch through your corpse, <laughs> wisdom doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, you can already do that, Ryan, so I'm not, it doesn't really matter. Uh, worst gaming peripheral, peripherals, uh, Logan, also friend of the show. Oh, I'm going to have to think about that one. You go first. I think pretty much anything associated with a Nintendo Wii because there were a stupid number of peripherals for that console. But peripherals, what does he like? It's kind of like, uh, you know, with the Wii you had, I mean, the nunchuck was the controller, but then there were also like Wii Motion Plus. There was... uh, Because when I think of peripherals, I think of your periphery. No, it's not related to vision. Vision, like, like the sides when you... It's, it, it's like see. it's like an extra like little gimmicky controller for the console that in some way enhances the user experience. So for the Wii, you had like the little Mario Kart wheel. Mm. That didn't really do anything, but it just made you feel like, okay, I'm driving a wheel. Oh. For the PS2, if you ever played like Gran Turismo 
or a racing game, you had the ability to have those really wonky foot pedals and oh, so like the guns wheels. for Duck Hunt. Exactly, way back in the, day. The, the, the the NES is a great example of that. The gun for for uh, you know Duck Hunt. Those were surprisingly accurate. Lauren always cheated and like got two inches from the screen and would just shoot that way. That doesn't sound like Lauren. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cheating her way through life. Yeah, it does sound like her. Um. I don't know. I never really had any of those besides, like, the Wii. I know the Xbox had some questionable stuff. I think the PS4, like, upgraded on what the Xbox had done. Mm-hmm. With Was it Connect? Yeah, so, I mean, VR, essentially. Yeah. Um, VR it gets really wonky. So, probably, I think VR would be probably be the worst. Well, there's also PlayStation Move. You had, like, those little weirdo wand-looking Yeah, things. with the bulbs. Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's That's... A pretty good example of garbage peripherals. Uh, yeah, probably Nunchuck. Nunchuck was really finicky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. All right. Gaming peripherals. Thanks for writing into uh, the Instagram account. Again, Ari Lewis 2011 We got a uh, Gmail question from, again, executive producer of the show, Travis. What's up? He says, gotta earn my keep. Yes. You're right. You do. He uh, says, Rusty and Ryan, it sounds like you're... Respective holiday dinners were excellent. Glad to hear it. Mine was great as well, but then I tuned in and discovered I was demoted. <laughs> You've been promoted, Travis. Don't worry about it, man. Re-promoted. Yeah, re-promoted. He says, this is a very fluctuating ladder to it, our corporation. It, it really is, yeah. Otaku.corp. Yeah, exactly. He says, Gotta, or he says, guess I have to do better at earning my keep. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. He says, if you haven't yet, definitely get out to see Crimes of Grindelwald. We have not. The new Fantastic Beast movie. He says... It's an interesting ride. I won't comment on plot specifics, but in true rallying fashion, there are definitely some excellent twists. I was nervous about Depp as Grindelwald, given how he's such a, he's such a character actor these days, especially zany ones. I was exceedingly surprised. He's the best part of the movie, in my opinion, and it's quite subtle. I kept forgetting it was Depp. Jude Law was also a good Dumbledore, though admittedly, I found myself scrutinizing him to see how well he'd do and that made him seem less like the character until the end. And more like Jude Law, and okay, so and more like quote-unquote Jude Law plays Dumbledore. I'm probably just too focused on it. Anywho, it's definitely more all over the place than Rowling's other stories, but I think that's to be expected. This wasn't a 600-plus page book that was then con- uh, condensed. She only has the limited space of a screenplay for these. I suggest you go along for the ride, uh, and then just remember this is only part two of five. Yeah, I really like Dumbledore's, I guess I, all I've seen is the trailers, but him wearing just a, a vest of a three-piece a three piece suit mm-hmm. and like su- like suit pants. Yeah. Was like That's a really cool look, and he was super sassy, which is how I picture Dumbledore. Because Dumbledore is, I think he was originally rumored to be gay with Grendelwald. And I think they're going to kind of, not feed. Yeah, I mean that, that's the thing. That's I think be, that was part of the plot, and I think that's going to be part of the, these five movies. As Probably, well. yeah. yeah. But like him being sassy to the police who are trying to like take him away. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, like any wizard who is sassy, like Gandalf, he's kind of sassy, especially when he turns to the White Wizard. Yeah. So yeah. Now I'm excited to see it. We should um, maybe when Lauren gets back. Yeah, we'll go see it. Definitely exciting stuff on the horizon. But, Travis, for discussion, he says, number one, do you two have any memories of times when you got extremely irritated with a game 
controller throwing, rage quitting, and then either uh, persevered or else set it aside a while and came back to crush it. Mine typically happened with bosses. It was amazing to me how coming back a day or week or even a month later would make it seem so much easier to you, Ryan. Um, well, I know Dragon Ball, I just straight up got frustrated and got rid of it. Like, I never came back. Xenoverse? Xenoverse. As far as coming back to bosses, um, I think this is essentially like the epitome of Bloodborne for me. Bloodborne? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there's just so many bosses in that game where it's quite literally like controllers spiking in the ground. Like, yeah. Levels of insanity that I get to playing that game. And probably even Dark Souls 1, when I played that back in college, uh, I mean, I never beat the Gaping Dragon because it was just so frustrating to me. Uh, but Bloodborne, for sure, there's definitely the guy on the rooftop. Uh, going through that game, New Game uh, Plus, yeah, yeah. was freaking crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how I beat Father Mar- Le- Fa- Martyr? Martyr. Martyr Ligarius. Because he was a martyr because he was keeping out the vile bloods, or keeping the vile bloods queen in the hidden area. I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> Martyr Ligarius yeah. playing that New Game Plus was just, oh, gosh. Yeah. I think for me it was Gundir. It's the in Dark Souls three. It's the tutorial boss. You go in, you can't level up at all. It's basically this knight who has a sword stuck in him, and you pull the sword out, and then he turns and like this dude who wants to kill you. Mm. And then like halfway through, he's basically corrupted by the abyss, and he gets like all these giant black arms that like destroy you and you have to fight him i died five times and then i was like nope nope put it down left had dinner came back and i'm like i have to beat this this is like the first boss i'm two minutes in if i lose and stop a game two minutes in i'm gonna hate myself yeah so i lost like three two more times and then on the eighth time i i won nice but after that like i can beat him first try because i've beaten him so many times at this point yeah, and it's it's weird because, like, there's times where you're sitting there, you're grinding out this boss or this level that you just can't beat, and, and you take a break from it, and oftentimes, like, I'll be playing late at night, mm-hmm. and then I go to bed, and I wake up the next morning, and it's all you think about during work, you know, you're just like, yeah. I'm, and you have that craving to go back, and you're just like, I can do this, I got this. You're and running you, through their moves Yeah, and you're thinking about it, you're just, yeah, you're running through that scenario in your mind, and when you go back, it's just... It's it's weird. You just you crush it, you know. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what I'm doing right now in Dark Souls Three. Is I'm trying different builds. So I have one who's a wizard, and I've basically usually you play as a melee character, or you play as like a heavier build with like a great sword or um, like a two handed sword or even like a long sword for like a lighter sword. But usually you don't play as like a wizard or a faith build. Um, so I'm playing with sorceries. And it's completely challenging the way that I play. So I'm used to running. There's uh, like a sage, a crystal sage or whatever, like a magic person. I'm used to just steamrolling that boss because I have a heavy sword. I can hit for like 300. Um, But now going in as a wizard, I can't use any of my magic because she has like a resistance to it. So I have to go in with an unleveled up sword, basically. Um, So I went in. I lost like four times, and I've never lost to this boss. Really? Yeah. 
and I had to like change up how I do things. Like I had to reinfuse my weapon with like a different stone, like trying to change everything up. And I went and beat him. And then I'm used to steamrolling a second boss after him or after whatever that thing is, um, which is basically a cluster of priests who protect this one like priest. And usually with like a sword, you can just um, do an AOE kind of swing and hit multiple guys and you can clear them out easy. But with a wizard, like doing a singular spell, you can't pinpoint him because you're going to hit everyone around him. So I, I can't, I don't know if I can beat him yet. So I'm putting it down for today, just doing other stuff, and then I'll come back probably this week. Unless I give up on him because Melee's, or the new Smash is coming out. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm kind of regretting, you know, during Black Friday, I went over to Best Buy and I ended up getting, you know, of course, Madden and then Resident Evil 7 Gold Edition. I'm kind of regretting not picking up the Dark Souls trilogy because it was on sale for 60 Yeah. Um, or $59.99. Now it's, um, you know, the 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 going price is $79.99, which is still a great price because you're getting... With all the DLC. Dark Souls 1 through 3 with all DLC. I mean, that's a hell of a deal. That's a... Yeah. Um, so I'll probably pick that up like maybe like springtime. Yeah, I'm, I would definitely say, well, Dark Souls one, you want to play through the classic, but Dark Souls three is definitely the best. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I remember, you know, you and I, we, we created a character one time, probably about two months ago, three months ago, whatever. We started to kind of go through it and, uh, I mean, it's just such a beautiful game. Those games are just spectacular. They really are. And I want to take the time to go through all of them, even though, even two, even if it is kind of the black sheep of the series, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, go through that for sure. Yeah. Um, I've definitely changed out. Like, so now that I've played it a few times and I understand the bosses more, I'm starting to pick up on like fashion souls, which is like oh, yeah. <laughs> decking out your guy. So I made a scythe guy um, who has a scythe and I have like cool armor which is like a hood. I showed, I sent you a picture. Yeah, he's like this amazing, menacing scythe with like a Kylo Ren looking mask. I think it's called like the Fallen uh, Knight armor, uh, but it has like gold etchings on it. Yeah, and then I really like the. Um, it reminds or the uh, Watchers, or the Abyss Watchers, like chest plate. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of uh, Dragon Quest or not Dragon Quest. Um, that one dragon something dragon age dragon age there was a trailer for the second one where he had like a plate mail where one side one shoulder had like a big protection and the other side was kind of bare okay i really like that style nice so it kind of looks like that with a cape speaking of dragon age the game awards are this week Mm -hmm. i think the sixth what is that thursday maybe um and there's a tease that they're going to reveal the next bioware is going to reveal the next dragon age oh nice yeah um, so yeah, speaking of that, we'll probably talk about that in the next episode, but, um, the game awards, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, there's some, sometimes they have really crazy reveals. I think years ago they teased the game awards might've been when they revealed Bloodborne. I don't, I don't remember. Um, I don't know. but I think, yeah. So new dragon age possibly might show more kingdom hearts. I'll probably try and avoid that. Nintendo, I'm suspecting that they're going to show a trailer for Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And, uh, yeah, who knows what happened? We'll talk about it. But tomorrow, Ryan... Yeah? What trailer's going out? Um, so, from my intel that I've heard from my old boss, Ryan... His intel. <laughs> he, uh, he said that the trailer for the new Avengers is coming out during Friday or Monday Night Football. Yes. Tomorrow. So, so, I will make sure to text Ryan a shot-by-shot 
retelling of what happens in the trailer. Yeah, so I am not going to watch that, and I'm trying this out because I've heard it's a cool thing to do, um, or it definitely makes you like heightens the experience. So I, I think I've talked about this before, but one of my coworkers' friends didn't watch any of the Ragnarok trailers, and when Thor's hammer got destroyed, he started freaking out because he hadn't seen that in the trailer. Um, so I don't want anything spoiled for the new Avengers. I just want to see it raw. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I'll definitely watch it and, I mean, not jokingly, report back about yeah. how good it is. I'm sure it'll be, like, it's literally going to melt the internet. Yeah, like it's, it will. It's going to be insane. Then the new Star Wars. Oh, I, I might, I'll probably watch maybe the teaser and then... I'm surprised J.J. has waited this long to do anything because I remember when he was on the set of The Force Awakens, he I mean, did... We still have a year. Oh, I know, but, like, it was a, probably over a year before, like, he was on set and, like, he showed BB-8, like, mm. going across the... where What was the planet where... Jakku. Jakku. Yeah, he, he showed, like, BB-8, like, going across the, the sand or whatever. Well, I just remember the first time we saw the, like, the Rogue Squadron-esque, like, the... Over the water. X-Wings going over the water. You know, here's... This is I like, got chills during that. This is my claim to fame. So I tweeted right after that trailer about just how it made me feel and how unbelievable it was, like, just signature Star Wars, just epic, levels of epicness. And the Star Wars Twitter account retweeted it. Nice. And it was liked like over 3,000 times. It was retweeted like a 1,000 times. Put that into perspective. Is that good? What is that? I mean, you know, John Legend, if he like freaking tweets, he gets like 7 million likes in a matter of like seconds. So we're not John Legend. But... I'm Rusty freaking Lewis, okay? <laughs> yeah. And I got a thousand likes in a matter of like an hour. And I was That's awesome. It's on my it's on my resume. Nice. Yeah. yeah so. That's the first line item, yeah, I'm sure. Sure is. Bold underlined. Question number, question number two from Travis. He says, I'm finally jumping into Skyrim on Switch. He says, I'm so paranoid of making decisions in open world games and screwing myself out of experiences. I actually made two characters. Uh Ryan, you probably know this language more than I would. On or Simer, an Or Simer. Oh, okay. And a Khajiit. The cat? Yeah. To allow two different playstyles and decision trees. The question for Ryan, he says you too, but it's, this, is for, this is for Ryan. I'm sure. He says, if you could be one Elder Scrolls race, okay, this is for me, personality not necessarily what you prefer in-game, and have one signature weapon, a mage counts, he says, what would it be? Thanks, guys. I've always wanted to be a cat. I was about to say, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want to uh, be a little furry person. Uh, uh, no. Um, I, I think we told that story about furries. You did, yes. Yeah. I'd probably just be like a, what is it, Nord? Yeah. You have frost resistance. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, I'd like to be a high elf with mana, because they have. Oh, yeah. Um, they're not, a, like, wood elves are more about animals and things. High elves are more of the magic. They get mana regeneration along with, I think... Whether it's increased, I think it's extra mana is what they start out with. So I'd want that. And then as far as weapons go, the magic looks beautiful in that game. Mm-hmm. Or at least it did at the time. Like yeah. it's still, you can increase the graphics, but it looked, it was a really good gameplay. Um, so probably that, um, I think it would probably be cheating to say like enchanting a weapon. But yeah, definitely magic. Yeah, I think for me, it'd probably just be like a two handed greatsword. Yeah. Like just some epic. What type of greatsword? See, I don't. It's been a while since I played Skyrim, but I'm like, 
I'm thinking like Isildur's sword that was passed along to Aragorn, reforged okay. by the elves. So you'd want a dragon bone, okay? Great sword. Sure. It reminds me. That's kind of what you do. Mm. Yeah, because the um, Daedric it's red, but the dragon bone is white, so it kind of reminds me of that. All yeah. about that. Yeah. All about the great sword. Okay, going off of that, what did you deck out your companion with? Like Lydia. Oh, Lydia? Yeah. Or whoever you decided to have as your companion. Could I customize her outfits and stuff? Dude, what rock have you been living under? Jeez. The one patch she probably lives under. If you get... (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, Oh, dude, speaking of... Whoa, 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 whoa. Real quick. Let me explain. No, let me... Because, I I mean, Spongebob's on the mind. The creator of Spongebob died. That's unfortunate. He had ALS. Oh. Well, on a happier note, yeah, I guess, uh, if you give Lydia armor, you c- she can wear it. So I always decked her out in, like, full Daedric. So I had uh, Lydia and Daedric or Dragonbone. I really like the Dragonbone. I think it was the heavy set. Yeah, it was the heavy set. So you get, like, horns and things. Nice. So you can be, like, either two Daedric dudes running around plus your Daedric lord that you summon at Actually, two Daedric Lords. So you have four Daedric dudes just running around a city. Yeah, see, you've played Skyrim considerably more than I have. Yeah. So. And then you just massacre a city with four Daedric dudes. That sounds like really fun right now. What, massacring a city? <laughs> no, no, that was poor timing. Yeah. I mean, like, Skyrim in general, going back to that. Yeah, I was actually debating that this morning. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. I might do that this week. I might as well. You want to make new characters? and? Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. Yeah. See what we can get done before Thursday? Yeah. Because I guess Friday is Brawl or Smash or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Ultimate. I keep calling everything Brawl. No, you called it Melee earlier, now you're calling it Brawl. Whatever. When I say those, I mean the new thing. The Ultimate. natural progression now is Smash 4, and then eventually it'll get so, to Ultimate. from the reviews that I was listening to this morning, they're actually changing up the pace of play to mimic closer to Melee, because they want to get... Good. Melee's the, more, the most competitive one. Yeah, I mean... But that, what they that do is, is tournaments. So they're trying to basically make this one the newest. Nice. Like competitive one all right yeah comeback kid hopefully he'll be uh pleased with the the final result mm-hmm. we are uh hour and two minutes into the show nice how about the uh, main topic okay let's do it we want to do another would you rather scenario uh discussion because ryan and i did that for episode five i believe i think it was when batman goes to amish country or something like that let's see one two check one two three four five Six. It was episode six. Episode six of Talk Number Brothers. five was top five movies. Oh, that's right. Top ten movies. Yeah. That yeah. works. So, yeah. Ryan. You know Ryan. He, yeah. He prepares for the show. I do. And so he's got about, what is it, 37? Yeah. Uh, that's my go-to number. Uh, I have 20. He has 20 uh, would-you-rather scenarios. I have eight because, <coughs> listen... Quality better than quantity. Okay, so let's go with that. Yeah, so why don't you uh, kind of rattle some of these off and let's uh, let's get this train okay, rolling. Okay, so I have my shorter ones first and then my longer ones towards the end. So I guess if you could only play, I guess, this would you rather questions kind of thing. Would you rather only play platformers or RPGs? RPGs for the rest of your days. Yeah, RPGs. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking N sixty four era, there's about three RPGs on that console. You know, you got Quest sixty four, Aiden Chronicles, and Ogre Battle 64, um, then yeah, 100% platforms because you got your Banjo Kazooie's, <laughs> DK64, um, Glover. Glover? 
Yeah, he plays a hand. You're basically the uh, hamburger helper. Like, it's basically like a mascot game. Almost. Oh, I was thinking of not like Not literally, but it kind of Master like hand and crazy hand. Basically. No, it's yeah. basically like a little mini master hand. You have like a little ball. Yeah. He's a little platformer. Uh, no, but so if we're talking about that era, most definitely platformers for life. But in today's day and age with your your Skyrims, your Kingdom Hearts, your Dark Clouds, and Final Fantasies, I think <laughs> RPGs is the way to go. Yeah, so I guess would Odyssey still be considered a platformer, even though there's RPG elements, or would be that would be oh, like a hybrid? Mario Odyssey is absolutely a platformer. Platformer, yeah. Okay, no, I mean either way, I'm definitely still RPGs. Yeah, yeah. I usually do platformers. Like I got Hollow Knight, um, just because I don't know if it's a slower pace. It's it's not as hard as Celeste. Mm. Is really what I was going for. But I really like the side scroller platformers. That's kind of what I do to break up multiple rpgs though mm-hmm. it's like a coming down from the high that you have from like exploring and um learning and exploring and killing things in the wild sure yeah so question number two got it okay it. so if you had to take a tree from one of the professors would you take a tree from professor oak elm or birch wait what <laughs> what do you mean if i had to take a tree take his tree is this like sexual? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oak being Kanto region, Elm being Johto region, and Birch being Hoem. Hoenn region. I'm all about that silver fox. Give me some oak. See, I'm all about his oak tree, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going for, too. Um, let's see. Would you rather. <laughs> we just got an explicit rating on this podcast. <laughs> Would you rather not have to ever sleep again or rather not have to breathe again? I'm going to die if I stop breathing. No, no, no. Like, you're not required to, like, say you get oxygen in your bloodstream into all your systems a different way. Like, okay. you don't have to breathe. So that means you could go underwater for an no, unlimited say. time. Oh, yeah. No. Or you don't have to sleep so you can learn new things or whatever. Well, I don't sleep as it is. So I think... You could be every video game in your dungeon... For unlimited, with all that extra time. That's like an extra 12 hours to your day. Yeah, I'd rather ditch Lauren and find the little Ariel and the little mermaid and just live the rest of my days in the sea. The sirens or whatever? Mm-hmm. The ones that call ships to their wrecks? That's it. Okay. See, I think I would not want to sleep. Like, even though I love the feeling rested, if I felt rested all the time... Gosh. When was the last time you felt rested, Ryan? I feel like that's like never. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but like this morning by six o'clock, I was super tired. So I'm like, it's been two months since I've made coffee in my apartment. Why? Because I get coffee with Lauren at 7 a.m. Oh, so okay. After that, I'm like, do I really need that amount of caffeine? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I made coffee this morning. So I'm ready to go. Yeah, me too. I uh, This is my second cup. <laughs> You're getting up there. No, I make my coffee the, so you can, like, have a spoon stand up in it. Like, it's it's got some th- thickness to it, okay. I mean, you know? I'm basically drinking coffee grounds. You really, I've eaten coffee grounds with peanut butter. It's not as, like, much of a caffeine high as that. Yeah, that's a little weird. But it's definitely got some viscosity to it. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. The next one. Uh, would you, re- okay. Yes, would you rather play video games in a car or in a plane? I don't know if you get motion sickness or anything. I don't. 
I don't. Okay. So, I mean, like, I can do anything in a car. I can sleep in a car. I can play video games. I can read okay. a book. Like, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, I feel like, again, I don't get much anxiety in the air. So, I think for me, a plane is a little bit more relaxing than a car. Even though I have more wiggle room in a car than I yeah. would in a plane, uh, planes don't bother me. So, I'm, I think a plane for me. Okay. Because typically, I'm going on vacation you know, mm-hmm. I'm like going, like I'm anticipating a fun trip. Yeah. And so, uh, and, it, and it's weird for me because like the longest I've ever flown is to Arizona, which was like four, four and a half hours or whatever it was. Yeah. And, uh, you typically I'll play a game for like an hour and then I just crash for the remaining flight. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. Um, if I want to accomplish something in my game, I would definitely say in a car yeah if i want like i have anxiety wherever i don't have control yes. so like if i'm not generally i drive places on like a long trip mm-hmm. so if i'm not driving i want to be distracting myself because i'm always afraid of other people's driving because mm-hmm. they don't have the ability to avoid things but planes I know I'm screwed either way. <laughs> like, if something bad happens, I'm plummeting 30,000 feet to my death. Like, yes. whatever. I'm, no one's going to land it on a bay. They're going to, like, <laughs> crash head first, and I'm going to, they're looking for a red box somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd probably just pass out. So, probably a car for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. This next one, let me just highlight these green. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Catch, marry, or kill. Oh, gosh. Jinx, Mr. Mime, ditto. Well, I'm going to marry ditto because then I can just experiment. It'd, no, it'd be only yourself. <laughs> what do you mean it could be? I, I, it, yeah, the old, ditto can only turn into you because it mimics you. No. No, yep, no, yep, that no, is the that no. is the caveat to this. We, we are fictionalizing this this little scenario. No, I have thought through that this morning in the oh fictionalized. So, okay, so basically catch, marry, or kill? Yeah. Okay, well kill Ditto. Screw him. Okay. And um uh, <laughs> catch mime. I, I, let's get freaky. I'll marry Jinx. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'd kill Mr. Mime, catch a ditto, and marry Jinx. Yeah. Mr. Mime freaks me out. Yes, I, I can't have someone, like, <laughs> he, miming their yeah. lot. Like, he the waves light. his arms too much? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Let's see. Um, <coughs> would you rather only listen to streams, which also includes, like, YouTube and podcast, or listen to music? Oh, music. Music is my life. What is going on? You hear that? Yeah. Someone's pounding on the walls. It's weird because my neighbors are in India. Someone's being bludgeoned to death in the apartment. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. Um, Yeah, I think I would probably do music as well. I mean, yeah. Definitely music. Yeah, I I mean, I love YouTube. I love watching Pete on Twitch and stuff like that. But for me, I mean, especially with Lauren being gone... And even some of the most depressive moments in my life, like music has helped me get through that, mm-hmm. you know? And it's it's weird because, like, I listen to, there's a song called Nutshell by Alice in Chains, which is, like, so overtly depressing and somber and 
it's really a ridiculous song if you listen to the lyrics. But I remember being in my most depressive state, like crazy, like suicidal, I mean, not in a good place, listening to that song. And it kind of made me feel like that even more, but it's some, in some really ridiculous, weird way, gave me hope that I was going to get out of it. Very contradictory things at the same <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, it's weird. Music does yeah. that. It kind of evokes these, these emotions and these feelings that nothing else can replicate. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, I, I mean, since Lauren's been gone, I didn't really... Since she's been gone! <laughs> yeah, we listened to that song the other night. Yeah, we did. You know, so... Probably blow out someone's eardrum. Probably. You know, when she's gone, in these past few days, this week in particular, I would, um, I'd come home from work, I'd work out, eat dinner, and then I would um, put on a record, you know, on a record player, and, like, just jack up the volume and play Madden. Yeah. And I would stand up while I was playing Madden, and I would just, like, freaking air guitar certain moments of the song I could definitely see as that. I'd throw passes to Antonio Brown for 80 yards for a touchdown and um, mm-hmm. it's been a hell of a, long, a good time I mean it, it sucks that I'm she's, so glad Lawrence's gone yeah no it sucks <laughs> that she's gone it certainly does but it I've been I feel like emotionally I'm doing a lot better than I was two months ago when she went to Japan I definitely agree yeah yeah that was yeah I mean I, like, I literally like stopped playing video games and Went to a bar. <laughs> it was yeah. just not healthy. You lost who you were. Yeah, I was not rusty. Um, yeah. Okay, what's the next question? Uh, the next question is, short one, Sam or Dean Winchester? Oh, Dean. Definitely Dean. Dude, he's a beautiful man. He is. Do you see the thing that Matt sent us with like their family? Like Dean's, I guess, whatever his name is. I don't know. His Jensen name. Ackles. Yeah, Jensen. Um his wife is beautiful, and it basically was like a family picture of them and their three kids, and it was like, I feel bad for whoever that daughter's dating, because, yeah. I mean, or even his sons, because both of the parents are beautiful. You yeah. can't compete with them. Well, if you, Sam's, I'd argue that, um, what is Jared Paldecki? His wife was in the show. Yeah, she is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, she's... She was the demon, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was... Um, I can't remember what the heck her name was, but she was in the show for sure. Yeah, uh, I mean they're they're just and I love that their families are so close too. Like they're really really good friends. Mm-hmm. I think they live in Texas. Jensen actually has his own like brewery. He he like does like a whiskey type business on the side. That's cool. Um, and then Jared's wife has like, I think some kind of like apparel type business as well. <laughs> um, but they just seem like really genuine good people. Yeah, and I love that they're the best of friends too. Yeah, I don't know if you could do, like, what, 12, 13 seasons of something and not be good friends. And, and that's the thing. I mean, they're going to keep doing Supernatural until, like, they're done. Until it's not no longer fun for them. Yeah, you know? I think where it should end is next season or the season after. Yeah, no, it definitely needs to come to an end soon because um, I think I'm a season and a half behind. But um, I love the show. I really do. Yeah. And I love, I even love that there's just filler episodes that really have no actual meaning to the overarching plot but yeah. it's it's still just so much fun so i'm completely caught up and i think really it's two seasons left because things got really crazy at the end of the last season really yeah so all right the next one would you rather fight a predator or aliens in that basically that universe hmm. um probably alien because i think they they're more they i don't think they can see you i think it's more like they need to hear 
echolocation. And Predator has like almost like he- night vision goggles on all the time, so he can see your body anywhere. Yeah. Um, I think I'd have a better chance, minus the acid blood, mm-hmm. and like having no survival skills. I would just give Arnold a call. <laughs> Get to the job. No, that was that was more. Uh, that was more. What's his face? Um, Foo Fighters. What, what's his name? Christopher Walken. Yeah, I don't see Walken as like a really intimidating character. No, I need uh, I need Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely rather probably fight a alien as well. I need to learn how to fight things though, mm-hmm. or kill things without being splattered with their blood. Yeah. Definitely a usable skill in the modern <laughs> world. Absolutely. Okay, the next one. So I am on question nine. So I guess at thirteen or twelve, we can or we'll do three more from mine, and then we'll do. Okay, sounds yours. good. Before you knew Samus, Samus's gender, uh, did you hope it was a boy or a girl? Gosh, I mean, no, no, see, this this question's tough for me because I wasn't really in the era of the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't play Metroid on the NES, so I didn't really know who Samus even was until I probably played Metroid Prime on the GameCube and subsequently smacked... Was 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 there Zero Suit Samus in Brawl or was it Melee? Brawl. Brawl was the first time. When did we find out she was a woman? That's what I was going to ask you because I've never played a Metroid game except for a demo. On a I think she might DS. have taken off her mask in like the first Metroid game on the NES and then that's when we found out. But I never, like again, I never was really cognizant of that character back then. So Yeah, I always thought it was like a robot cyborg and not like a suit of armor. Yeah. Was, so I didn't know it had a gender. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I don't really know. I mean, I, I, I never... I guess I would never play the game with that type of mentality. Like, this is hot. I want this to be a female. Like, yeah, some sick person. You know, badass person rolling up into a ball, killing like things that suck your face. Yeah, no, I, I, I never thought about it really. But um, I, but I guess she's just she's such an iconic female protagonist in video games. Now it's just uh, it wouldn't make sense if she was a man. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I. I thought it was didn't have a gender or was alive. I thought it was just a robot, like an AI. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Next question. Before you knew Ridley's name, uh, like what did, the the, the dragon? Yeah. Yeah. What did you expect the name to be? Steven. Yeah, I was thinking Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, like, when you think of, I guess, names of like freaking dragons you don't think of ridley ridley i mean it's kind of like ridley's like an off-brand not to like insult anyone who's maybe listening named ridley but you don't think of like an intimidating person you think of like a a scottish person with a cap and like a cigar well it's like if you have like a giant saint bernard you name him peter or something like that or john yeah like instead of like devourer of worlds yeah like cujo or something you know it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense yeah a sealdor isildur uh, yeah, no, as far as, again, same thing with, like, not really even knowing that character existed with with Samus, I... To be honest, I didn't know it was a character until it was shown for Ultimate. Like, I think I might have seen a picture way back in the day, but... Yeah, I mean, I've known about the character for years, but I definitely never had a, uh... I, I, it never came across my mind, like, wow, Ridley is such an odd name or just, you know, choice for that character. Yeah, I was, so I came up with all these questions this morning when it was, like... 
five in the morning. So yeah, I'm like thinking, I was definitely sleeping. What kind of freaking name is Ridley? Uh, for a dragon, at least. It is weird, yeah. <laughs> so for Ness in Earthbound, would, uh, let's see. Do you think when he grew older, he would have a supernatural job or a regular job? Because mm. I don't really know the story of Earthbound. I, I think, think he'd, he'd work at, uh, um, what is it, Area 51. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. He'd be a clerk. A clerk. Like a receptionist. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, I was thinking a butcher's place because he just beat the meat with the <laughs> <laughs> with a baseball bat. Is that what he did? He beat the meat with a baseball bat? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think that would hurt. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he was frustrated and he had to hit hard. Oh my gosh, dude, this podcast is going on. No, I seriously though, but like he has the baseball bat. Like the other one has a snake, and I don't know what else you can do with a snake. He's not like beating meat with a snake. <laughs> We're moving on. Yeah. Um, let's see. I guess that's twelve. I guess I have twelve, eight more. So okay, you want to do yours? Let me do my first one here. Let me get it up. I have my phone on notes. Um. Okay, here's one, and these are more like life situational. I have one video game question. That I'll I thought we were a video game podcast. Yeah, I'll save. Who are we? <laughs> Our identity's gone. Crisis. Uh, no, so would you rather go to jail for four years for something you didn't do or get away with something horrible you did but always live in fear of being caught and with that regret? Four years. Easily. Yeah, me too. I am an anxiety-ridden human being. Yeah. Like, I'm paranoid just because of work and life and so... Freaking out about always being caught, I'd rather be serving time and know like a finite period of time mm-hmm. that I just basically work through four years. Plus, like, you know... And then start a prison riot, then knife a few people, yeah. and then get out and have a clear, clear conscience. Absolutely. <laughs> you, know, you know, so there was that crazy guy that ended up murdering, I think in Colorado, his wife, who was pregnant with their third child, mm-hmm. and his two daughters. And he recently confessed that he actually did do it. And he's just freaking insane because he, like, hid the children's bodies, like, in oil canisters, mm-hmm. like, at his workplace and confessed. I mean, he recently confessed the crime, but he said initially that his wife, like, killed the, ch- the children. And then he ended up killing her as a result of, like, in response to, like, killing their children. Yeah. Um, but, like, I could never... I, I, I just, I don't understand how people can do those types of things. Like, it, I, 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 there's clearly something chemically yeah, so it's, imbalanced it's in the brain. It's called antisocial disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has a longer name, but that's broken up into sociopath and psychopath. So usually when people say antisocial, they mean, they usually mean like what a type B personality or like a more reserved person. Yeah. So I would be more reserved unless I'm not reserved. But, like, antisocial means you either don't have empathy for someone or, yeah. There, there's a difference between the two, and I think it's generally, you know the consequences, but you don't care. And one of them is you just lack empathy. Well, yeah, I mean, I was, um, there's an advertisement, like a little photo. There's a movie with Zac Efron coming out. He's playing Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 this is going to sound wild, but I love reading the Wikipedia pages for, like, 
Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy and people like that because it's just fascinating to kind of get into their brains and figure out, like, what the hell were they thinking? Was Bundy the one who was in Texas with his family who, like, fought off the federal people? Um, Or which one was Bundy? He just essentially, like, kidnapped people, killed them, raped them, and then oftentimes, like, cut off their heads and, like, hid them places. I can relate to that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, sounds like a messed up guy. No, he was crazy. And so just before he was executed, he would, he kind of confessed to a number of different crimes, but the police were trying to figure out because he he had hid corpses of people that they were never able to find. And then he also killed people like in the, um, like Washington, Oregon area that they just, um, they didn't even know that those people were missing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure their family members were like, "What? Where the hell's my 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 uh, cousin or whatever?" Mm-hmm. But there weren't like reports, like missing reports. Like um, we're actively searching for this person. Yeah. And um, but he, I think he, there's like 35 credited murders that he did. Um, but he bragged about having like upwards of a hundred people that he had murdered, and they he he hid the bodies like on a mountain. Um, not hid them. He just like dropped them off there. Uh, and they were able to actually recover the remains of a lot of those people. Oftentimes it was just their head. Wow. I mean, he was just way, way out there bonkers. Well, at least you can get like dental records and things mm-hmm. based off that. Yeah, that's nuts. Wow. Happy things. Yeah. So I guess on a happier note. So Darth Vader is teaching Luke how to be a gentleman. What does he teach him first? Hmm. Um. Probably to force choke his kids. <laughs> See, I was thinking something about force choke too, but I was also thinking like, you want to take off your mask and breathing apparatus and chew with your mouth closed. <laughs> yeah, that's probably more Darth Vader worthy. Yeah, I yeah. think that's good. I think that's a reasonable one. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. What about you? Um. Let's do my one video game related question. Okay. Um, would you rather spend the rest of your days with Zero Suit Samus or Lara Croft? See, I was, I never played any of the Lara Croft one. You don't have to play the game to know what she looks like. All I know is the pointy version of her. Think about the, the, the re, reincarnated Lara Croft in, in today's, like, you know. Is she a tree? She's reincarnated as a tree? (laughs) No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like the 2013 game. Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then what? Whatever the newest one is. Um, it's a blonde or brunette, really. Um, I don't know. Both of them can kick my ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably Samus Zero Suit Samus. I'm definitely Laura. See, I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen the new Laura Croft game. Well, I'm all about that accent. First of all, let me pull a picture. She has an accent. Yeah, she's British. Does Does Zero Suit Samus have an accent? Like um, I don't know if we ever actually hear her talk other than like Metroid um, Other M on the Wii, which was kind of garbage. <laughs> I have like a really southern accent. This is like sound very like hickish. I mean, this is the new Lara Croft. See that? Yeah. She's, um, I mean, she kind of looks like Lauren, honestly. Then definitely Zero Suit Samus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if you'd want to do that. Yeah. The, my choice is definitely 
easily made up. I mean, it's basically your sister with a British accent. I mean, if that's not... Uh, No. No. Yeah. It's gross. Um, Yeah. Thanks for helping me make up my mind. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. I guess that was easy for you as well. It's like, this one looks like Lauren. Definitely the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Zero Suit Samus. Forget that. For sure. Okay. Um, what do you think the hardest parenting conversation would be for your with like your parent of a kid who's in the Pokemon world? That's not a would you rather. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going off script. Huh. But by this time, I had had multiple cups of coffee. I was yeah. You were just high on life. Um, sure. Hmm. The hardest conversation if my ten year old child. Was about to embark on this journey, or he had what? A, he, maybe he went on the journey already. Either way, he in the Pokemon world. You're parenting him. Um, probably the the bee drill, the bee drills and the Pidgey conversation. <laughs> bees and the birds. Birds and the bees. Birds yeah. and the bees. I, I like that. I I think mine would be like, hey son, uh, so your tentacruel. He's for the battlefield and not for <laughs> behind closed doors. <laughs> Dude, this episode is ridiculous. Like, yeah, oh I think that would, that would be a really awkward Forgive com- us, listeners. Forgive us. <laughs> it's like, uh, I know you're you're coming into yourself and figuring out who you are as, I guess, a 10-year-old. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow. What about you? What's your next one? Okay, my next question. This is really pretty graphic and weird. Uh, would you rather accidentally be... And this wasn't my own doing. I found these online. Would you rather be... Would you rather accidentally be responsible for the death of a child or accidentally be responsible for the deaths, deaths of three adults? Child. Really? Yeah. Well, you're saving three lives opposed to one. Yeah, I think I'd probably do the same. Yeah. Well, it's it's like that converse. I mean, you could think of it multiple ways. The one person has a longer life to live and could potentially do good things, or you could think of it just purely by numbers. Mm-hmm. Like the conversation, would you turn the train of a thousand to save one person on the tracks? Like kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I generally with those, I go for you save the most amount of people. Yeah. I know shooting a kid or having a kid die is always sad and makes headlines on the news, but you save three. Yeah, nothing that's fair logic. Yeah. So I go with that. Um, oh you uses a lot about killing. No, I, <laughs> or no, I guess it, my, my other ones are not that about, like that. Okay. Yeah. I guess we went off like a murder tangent. We did. For, we were talking about Ted Bundy and whatever. Okay, so what do you think the hardest parenting conversation would be in the Star Wars world? Hmm. Interesting. What, what, are we alluding to like, why are we alluding to parenthood so much? I went on Pinterest and I was doing like looking at babies or something. No, pr- like the pregnancy question games. Oh <laughs> and I was like making questions out of those. So that's why pregnancy was in our intro. Huh. Okay. Um The hardest question in the Star Wars or conversation. conversation. Yeah, as a parent in the Star Wars universe. Um Man, I really am struggling to come up with something on the spot here. Um, like I want to talk like I want to talk about like the dangers of handling a lightsaber. Um, 
if you find Carrie Fisher, put a ring on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, Ewoks adopt many. You like, yeah. See, I was I was thinking, like, you can be a lot of things. You could be a smuggler. You could be a nerf herder. Mm. But I swear to you, if you become one of those guys who milks those fat globby things who have blue milk, <laughs> I will disown you as a kid. Yeah. I think that's how I would approach parenting in the service. Yeah, do whatever you want in life. Have lofty goals. Yeah. Set high expectations. Join the freaking empire. I don't care. Whatever you want Just to do. Just if you're milking blue guys. Don't do it. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, my next question, <clears throat> would you rather live in the wilderness far from civilization or live on the sit- streets of a city as a homeless person? Far from civilization. Me too. For sure. Um, I feel, I don't know if I'd want people to see me as homeless just as like a pride thing, um, as f- I could easily live away from people. Yeah, see, I, I, I do struggle being independent and completely alone. Like when Lauren's gone, it's just, it's a struggle for I me. I did see that, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I went to Cleveland uh, for an eight-month internship when I was 19, that was probably the hardest time of my life. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I met Travis, thankfully. You know, it was good, yeah. but... Um, he's all right. He's a cool dude. But, you know, I, I went into it thinking, like, this is going to be the greatest. You know, I'll work nine to five, come home and play video games, play video games all weekend. After about a month, I was, ready, I was like, losing my mind. Like, yeah. I was, And I also... This is pre-Lawrence. I was still not mm-hmm. in a good state of mind mentally. Um, the things I was struggling with, but... Um, it was just a dark time for sure. Yeah. Well, humans are a really social creature. Mm. Like we require to be loved and like to be in groups and things. Yeah. And when I first went there, of course, like it was months before I found a church that I could call home and I met Travis and, a f- you know, a few other people that I was friends with, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, I went in just, it was just tough. But yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, but I think far from civilization, like if I was... In some exotic, like, Amazon forest type place. I mean, you could entertain yourself there. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to be in, like, an Amazon because, like, giant cats. And yeah, I mean, there's definitely dangers. I'd probably want to be, like, on an island. Yeah. Actually, like, a Caribbean island because there's an island, I think, I don't know where exactly, but it's used to be connected to the mainland, but now it's not, and it has the highest concentration of poisonous snakes in the world. Really? Yeah, and they just are just wreaking havoc. You'll isn't, die. Isn't there like an island in Japan somewhere just like with littered with bunnies or something? That would be a happier place. That's where I would yeah. be. Well, also in Japan, I was watching um, these videos of people getting stung by giant th- like uh, insects. Oh. And they have j- the largest hornets in the world in Japan. Really? They're like an inch and a half. Like, and it stings. Have you heard of bullet ants? No. So bullet ants, it basically, they're named because it punch you like you got hit with a bullet. Oh, my gosh. And there's like a tribe that they basically smoke out these ants, and then they put them in gloves. And their initiation, they have to do it like 10 times, but their initiation into like manhood is they put on these gloves that have like 50 <laughs> bullet ants, and they're constantly biting you. And you put them on both hands, and you have to dance around. What the heck? But, like, yeah, basically, I was watching a video where, like, an American went and put it on. They died? And the venom of that ant lasts for 24 hours. 
So you're in searing pain for 24 hours. Like people pass out and like it's... Why would you do that? It's part of a ritual. But like this, the hornets, basically the guy was describing it. He said who got bit by a bullet ant and like all these other insects described it as the same amount of pain. That's insane. Yeah, I'm not about that life. Yeah, me neither. I don't go test the venom of bugs. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it's, it's, on, it's on to you. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Bowser and Peach are having a kid. What is one word to describe her pregnancy? Jeez. Um, sp- spiky. Painful. See, I was thinking rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a word. <laughs> really rough. Um, yeah, it, I really was. I was going through this morning. I was like, hmm, did maybe, right? Because you said you got some of your questions off the internet. Mm-hmm. It's like, where is he not going to find questions to overlap? And then I was just on Pinterest looking up pregnancy things and i love that you completely derailed from would you rather and <laughs> more just like what's a word to describe the pain that peach is feeling as she pushes this tortoise out of herself <laughs> <laughs> well you said go you go off script or go to I, I said tiptoe into the r-rated territory and you've definitely freaking pole vaulted <laughs> over that line you gave me creative licensing and i went with i it. did i gave you some freedom and you definitely yeah. s- don't do that again no okay so next question from from me here would you rather and we've probably talked about this before would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die and you can't change the time or method of your death like if you know that like on x next date you're gonna get hit by a car you can't change that it's just gonna happen so know when you're gonna die or how when I think so, too. Because I feel like you can kind of, like, if I know I'm going to die in a year, I can kind of, like, think, well, that's not normal. I shouldn't be dying that soon. So something's going to happen, you know. Mm -hmm. If there's a particular event that's dangerous or, you know, maybe I need to go see a doctor because I've been diagnosed. I'm going to be diagnosed with cancer or something like that. Um, I think I'd want to know when as well. Yeah. Because knowing how would mean that you're constantly trying to avoid that thing. And if you can't change when or how, you'd just be paranoid and I'd think myself to death. Yeah. Even though I can't change my time. Um, Like, hey, you're going to be lit on fire and burned to death. It's like, oh, that's what I have to look forward to. And it could be spontaneous at any time because you don't know the time. Mm -hmm. If you know, hey, I'm going to die in a year and a half from now, it's like, okay, I'm going to get everything in line. I'm going to eat a lot of Chinese food. Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm just going to enjoy life. every night. Yeah. Like <laughs> chicken wings, pizza. Yeah, and I, I, towards the end, I'm going to have, like, a, a last meal and then be with whoever's around and go from there. Just mm-hmm. say, hey, I'll see you on the other side. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So, I guess, my question? Yeah, go for it. Who weighed more as a baby? Baby ba- or Bowser Jr. or Yoshi? Um, I mean, Yoshi's a dinosaur versus a tortoise. Um, I'm going to say Yoshi. Okay. I was thinking Baby Bowser. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it Yoshi in the egg or is it Yoshi? Uh, hatched. Hatched. A hatched Yoshi. Post-hatching. Yes. Um, okay, here we go. Next one from me. 
This is interesting. Would you rather be transported permanently 500 years into the future or 500 years in the past? Future. Yeah? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, hmm, do you want to basically have vaccines for most thing and potentially like super viruses? Or do you want to have multiple plagues, skirmishes of like large battles in Europe where they're battling over basically nothing and getting shanked with a sword is not a quick way. <laughs> no. At least getting shot, it's like over. Getting stabbed, you're... Yeah. We're going to have like laser blasters in 500 years. Yeah, like heat rays and things. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather die by mystery guns instead of like impaled. That's fair. When did Vlad the Impaler become a thing? Was that 14, 1600? So Vlad Dracula the Impaler was a Romanian king, I think. And he's what they based the Legends of Dracula off of. Oh, really? Basically, he was really ruthless, and he had an army coming after him who was, in, I think, invading uh, Transylvania. And he impaled an entire town on pikes to basically say, oh, crap, this guy's insane, and they left. That's messed up. And he was really into, like, piking people. I wonder if he's still getting royalties from all the Dracula stuff. Yeah, I'm sure his him <laughs> in his, his like old age of <laughs> 400 yeah. because he can't die because he's a vampire. But like all the stories came out of that because, yeah. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Huh. All right, so this episode's been super happy. You know, yeah. what's uh? Was it your question or my question now? Do we finish your question? Oh, 500 years in the past or future? Ah, oh, I love like the past. Really fascinates me. Just going back into older times and. Not having the technology and stuff we have today. I mean, it's, I think, a, in many ways, a blessing and a curse, certainly. Um, but the future also fascinates me. I mean, it's, it's, it's been really cool to watch um, this new, the Mars stuff that's going yep. on right now with the, the <laughs> rover or whatever. They're, the pictures they're taking, they're thinking um, that it's basically the state of Mars now is kind of like what the state of Earth was like billions of years ago. Yeah, I thought it was like the atmosphere, like sixty thousand. Yeah, um, so th- that that that's just so interesting yeah. to me. And then just to think, like, the future of space travel and the discoveries that we'll we will in, in, inevitably make as a as humans is 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 is, is it's just amazing. I mean, it yeah. really is so cool what has happened since the original moon landing to now, and then from what's going to happen, you know, fifty, sixty years from now. Um, it's just wild. So, I mean, I think I'd, I'd go to the future just to see what the state of Earth would be and then also if we found life on other planets. Yeah. I mean, the abili- us having the ability to drop a satellite, or I guess it would be considered a satellite, um, at 12,000 miles per hour, or kilometers per hour, I don't know what they're measuring in, probably kilometers, like the rest of the world, um, to five miles per hour, land it crazy, and then doesn't have, it just explode. Yeah, and have it sit there to measure Mars quake so that we could probe the core of the planet to understand the structure is insane. Not to mention that the trip to get there was like what eight months or something stupid like that. Yeah, because we're going millions of miles. Yeah, so they they send this thing, really just fingers crossed, hoping that it's they're gonna even get there. And yeah. then they have to actually successfully land the thing on the planet. As you were saying, it's going 
lightning fast to get it down to five miles per hour. I mean, it's just, I wish I had the knowledge and was smart enough to be able to think about and calculate how that was going to work. That's why I gave up on engineering. Yeah, no. Because I'm like, the people that I'm competing with are way smarter than I I mean, they're like savants. Like, they're just geniuses. Yeah, I'm like the... Yeah. I'm like, I feel stupid just to, like, think, comparing myself to those people. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, it's cool. So, yeah, I think I'd 500 years in the future, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I think 500 years is a huge time frame. Like, I I like the past as well. Um, I'd want to go back maybe 100 years in the past. Yeah. 500's, like, you're getting into crazy things. Yeah, for sure. Like, we're not even on our continent. Mm -hmm. I mean... This is Europe before, yeah, just Europe's in turmoil. Um, yeah, 100 years, you have, like, the Roaring Twenties. That'd be amazing. I'd be, love to be a part of the That'd Roaring Twenties. sweet, yeah. Just freaking parties everywhere. Alcohol is outlawed, so you have... Yeah. Everclear, just crazy, like, yeah. boxes of... People are, like, in cars, like, the early renditions of cars, just driving around, bootlegging alcohol... Yeah, it'd be a, an exciting time to be a part of. Yeah, post-World War One, so I don't get sucked into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Great War. Yes. Um, okay, so who had a more difficult childhood? Or who was a more difficult kid, Ray or Luke? Like to raise, you mean? Yeah. Um, I'd rather raise Luke. No, no, no. Eh. Who's more difficult? I think uh, Ray is probably more difficult because Luke was kind of just like a little girl. I mean, he really, I mean, he was, he was raised by these people and he never seemed that like he struggled. Like he didn't have, he had, he had people there that loved him and cared for him. He was a rambunctious teen. And Ray was essentially like a street rat. (laughs) I would say Ray is, yeah, I would agree. Ray is worse. Yeah. Because, she was so bad, her parents had to abandon her. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like I, what I would liken it to is if you had two people you were going to adopt, you adopt someone that went to, like, 15 different foster homes mm-hmm. in Ray, or you adopt someone that had beautiful, wonderful, loving, and caring parents for 15 years. Until they were burned alive in front of you. <laughs> and then was just like, here's our son, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah definitely Luke. Yeah. Um... What a weird question that was. <laughs> yeah. um, it was phrased a lot more... It was, I guess, phrased differently on those things. <laughs> I'm saving this one for last. This is just ludicrous. Would you... This is not that one. Uh, okay. would, would you... I have two more, though. How many do you have? Three. Okay. Why, why don't you do one more, then? Okay. Um, okay. Who spoiled Kylo Ren the most? Han, Leia, or Luke? <laughs> Makes you think. Well, I get the impression that Han was never really there, so definitely not him. Um, he gave up his life, which is the ultimate gift to his son. <laughs> Kylo spared his mom, so he's probably a mama's boy. So it'd probably, probably uh, Leia. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm sticking with Han gave up his life, which is the greatest Christmas present. That is pretty. Luke special. tried to kill him. He did. Probably not the most caring. Probably not. Of relatives and then Leia. Yeah, I could see her being overbearing, though. Yeah. You're going to turn out you like your father. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. All that garbage. I'm going to fly around <laughs> and avoid your shots. Yeah, Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, would you rather give up watching TV and movies for a year or give up playing games for a year? Keep in mind, Ryan, 
that Avengers 4 is coming out, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man. So I can't play the games retroactively. Act- retroactively. Or watch the movies retroactively? Yeah, so a year from now, you can go back and watch Avengers 4, sure. But, like, you're you're going to have to deal with not all the hype and missing all of that and all the buzz about it, potentially being spoiled for you. I'd give up movies. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. As far as, like, time frames go, games, you can sink so many. Like, hell, I sunk 50 hours into Pokemon. Yeah. A movie is two and a half hours, at, like, generally. I guess Avengers is going to be, like, over three. But, like, that's three hours, then it's done. Unless you want to rewatch the same movie to get to 50 hours. The amount of time that you can put over a year into multiple games would be a lot more of a time fill than a movie. I think I'm the same way. Uh, I mean, games in, in many respects, especially RPGs, it's essentially like you being the director of the yeah. the, the movie. You know, you're, you are basically playing out what the script is. And so, yeah, I think I choose games or giving up movies, playing games. Yeah, that's, I mean, Yeah. <laughs> this last question of mine is so ridiculous. I can't okay. wait to ask it. Okay. Uh, my second to last question is Cloud from Final Fantasy's parents were considering other names. What were they? Well, not Lightning, because that's taken. That's a sister. Um, Cumulonimbus. Yeah. Um, well, what are some of the other Cloud names? Um, Stratus? Is that a Stratus? You strata? Yeah. Cirrus? Cirrus. Um, Maybe. Cirrus, I like Cirrus. Yeah. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Or Aurora. Aurora's good. Aurora Borealis. Yeah. Um, Frank. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jeffrey. Yeah. Uh, Gerard. Yeah. <laughs> Just beautiful Hollywood men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lincoln. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I don't know. Darius. Darius. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um. Okay, your last one. This is really, this is a mouthful. I don't know, whoever came up with this is weird. Would you rather have a clown, only you can see that follows you everywhere and just stands silently in a corner watching you without doing or saying anything? Or have a real life stalker who dresses like the Easter bunny that everyone can see following you around? <laughs> They're not trying to murder me. <laughs> no, they're just like staring at you very creepily in a Easter bunny mask. Oh gosh. Or just like basically pennywise in the corner, always just smiling at you but no one can see him. <laughs> the Easter funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, one you'd be crazy to be like, "Do you guys see that clown in the corner who always is following you around?" Yeah. At least with the Easter bunny be like, Dude, do you see that Easter bunny over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what's up with that? Yeah. I don't know. He just he's following me around for my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool, cool. I think like, I, I think I'd probably do the same because clowns just you know I yeah. hate clowns. But like, think of the funny scenarios. Like, trying to make I would screw with the stalker bunny. Oh yeah. Like, hey, you want to go? Like, just go into weird places. Oh yeah. Or like, yeah. Oh, I'd totally screw with him. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my last one. Okay. <laughs> my last one. Um, uh, 
Daisy, Peach, and Zelda join a sorority, who gets pregnant first? Daisy, Peach, and who? Zelda. Slash Sheik. Hmm. Um. See, I feel like Daisy is kind of like the the smarter, um, more intelligent. Has yeah. has has more like street smarts type of thing than yeah. than Peach. I think Peach is kind of like just really ditzy. Yeah, I feel like she got more attention as a kid. Yeah, and like yeah, she, there's, there's she a sense of up. entitlement with Peach. You know, yeah. Daisy's like the and, bookworm. Yeah, and you know, I mean, Bowser is just constantly. St- just taking her and she somehow doesn't have the know-how to this point to find a way to get away from him. And she probably thinks she deserves it at this point after like kidnapping 12. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, peach pregnant with Bowser's child. Yeah. Why I'm, (laughs) I'm thinking like, you know, uh, Zelda after the first game, I mean, Ganondorf was part of their like, the king's court kind of thing. Yeah. And then her dad died in the new one and she had to see his ghost. Whoa. Spoilers for Breath of the Wild. And then, yeah, I guess. Well, that's like the first two, like five minutes. Whoa. Spoilers. Breath <laughs> of the Wild. Yeah. Many people live a hundred years old. Yeah. And so she's like, she's trying to cope with that and she has a few drinks like at a party. Yeah. And then she wants to have Me. a dry force. And she, uh, then she gets pregnant. Yeah. Now that's what they call it in Hyrule. Yeah. Wait, you want to have a Triforce with me? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Triforce. Let me give out my master sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull my ocarina out and yeah. serenade you. Yeah. Under the talking tree that's just chilling there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's my last one. Wow. I think this might have been our like craziest episode yet. Got off on a lot of tangents. We did a lot about murder. Yeah, I don't know what was What's going up on. with that. Um, well, we want to thank all you fine people out there for listening. Hopefully, this wasn't. Um, I don't even know. Too crazy, too uh, wild. It could be kept up with. Too explicit territory. I don't know. Let us know what you thought of this episode because <laughs> let Ryan, us know iTunes. <laughs> yeah, Ryan and I went in a different direction for this episode, and uh, well, I think it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, so. Again, thank you for listening. You can write into the show. Follow me at arielewis2011 on Twitter and the Instagrams for updates about the show. You can write into the podcast as our executive producer of the show, Travis, did today. Podcast at gmail.com. Ryan, anything else to add for the show? Yeah, have a good week. We will, uh, I guess, see you in two weeks. We'll play some Skyrim. Yeah. Play some Smash. Lots of Smash starting Friday. And we'll be back for... Uh, 90s playing with our Easter Bunny stalkers. Hell yeah! <laughs> Show me those basket of eggs. Oh, okay, <laughs> we're done. Thank you for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Bye.